0: what's cracking everybody happy monday 5 3 21 p.m out here in my room in my house in park ridge illinois not in champagne uh yeah let's get into the show a little different change of scenery um and i'm pretty uh i'm pretty I'm pre- i mean i don't got a lot for you guys today to be honest with you because um, uh, all the news out there is complete bogus why do i care that bill gates and melinda gates got uh Divorced, like I, I, it's not news. That's stupid. I mean, let's see. Like, what, what else is there? Like overnight, like now. Now that it's eight forty two, there's news. But I haven't been checking the news. Uh, I, I was gonna make this podcast at like four or five o'clock, but I had to uh, do something, and I could not uh, record it. But the whole thing is, is like now, like I, I see on CNBC now, Feds Barking sees higher inflation this year, but reversal in twenty twenty two. I, I could have told you that. Um but what I really want to go over is, you know, just yield curves. And what, like, I was watching the markets heavily in the morning. And the action was pretty crazy. in the 10-year yield, uh, it was pretty volatile. And it all goes back to the economic data. And I go, okay, well, what's going on with economic data? And I went on uh, my economic calendar here. And uh, that's what we're going to get into. I'll talk about how people are trading it. I want to talk about Ethereum and uh you know, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies going crazy. But they all these cryptos popped off. What else happened? The dollar, you know, had a terrible day. And what else happened? Gold. Gold rallied and silver rallied. And people are going, silver squeeze, silver squeeze, silver squeeze. I sure hope so. But uh, I mean, I mean, like, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter if they squeeze silver or not. I love that. I love silver. And I mean, I think gold is in a great position. So I'm just, yeah, okay. So without further ado, I guess I'm just going to go ahead with do my uh, little, what's it called, disclaimer here. So I'm a student. I love the markets. These are my views, my views only. I am not buying or selling investments. I am not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. I am not, you know, I'm not a financial representative. I'm not a financial advisor. I just love the markets. Here to have a good time. Here to talk about what's going on. Uh, and then, you know, every investment subject to potential profit, potential loss. Uh, you know, every investment's risky, and, like, you know, if you want to, like, invest, do your freaking homework, or else, you know, go to a casino, because that's, you know, just as fun, Uh, but, like, well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say, because it's just as, I mean, don't matter, don't, always your homework before you invest, I am not a financial advisor, and this is not financial advice for the last time, so, I mean, I could go into the, yeah, let's go into the treasury, uh, yield curve rates, and so we're just checking normal yields, you're not re- the real yields, adjusted for inflation, so, I should take out this gum. I want to chew this gum so badly, but I won't do it because it'd probably be really annoying on the podcast. So, 30 uh, year yields would be uh, flat, stay at two spot 30. 20 uh, year lost a point. So, we went from two, we're at two, eight, two one eight. Drought lost two points or two bips. Then from one six five, one six three on the 10 year. On the five, so, sorry, that'd be the seven year. Seven year, one three two to one uh, spot two nine. Uh, let's see would that be five year yeah five year we lost uh two points or two bips uh 0.86 0.84 and you know actually yeah i guess the three year two fell yeah three year fell two basis points and everything else was pretty much flat looking at the short end of the curve which i then look to the reverse repos because of this but uh i see the one month and the three month uh both rose a decent amount. I mean, like they're still were pretty much at zero, but the three month rose from point oh one to .04, one month rose from spot oh one spot oh two. I mean, say what you want, but I went to go check the reverse repo, see what's really going on, and basically, uh, I mean we just reverse repoed a lot less, um, and you know I was reading about reverse repos is a way for the dealer to raise a short-term funds rate and a favorable interest rate with little risk of loss. So in this case, the Fed is the dealer. Um, And so they've been doing a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of reverse repos. And I think there's just so much demand for, you know, these short-term bills and stuff the stimulus that the Fed is trying to taper and they're trying to do some sort of uh, reverse repo action. And, you know, that... And I said last week I'm like, oh well th- there's so much demand for you know all this like inflation, and you know well people saying there's like you know inflation's like not transitory, but it's happening right now um like and I, that's what I think I think you'll see a fat burst of it, but you know six three three four months from now, a year from now i sure I sure know a year from now the inflation will not be the word, maybe disinflate the great disinflation or something like that but and so if the fed's reverse repo and all these bill- uh Treasury is what they're doing last week, you know, these are still reverse repo at 129 billion today. That's a drop of 60, still over 100 billion. So that's a form of, quant- of tightening. You know, they're not doing quantitative easing, but they're doing a bunch of reverse repos. And so in a way to sh- raise the short-term funds rate. So if you see people, you know, start to, you know, people are going out and buying the long end of the curve. Well, that's what it looked like here, you know. Sorry, I should say the 10-year. And you know, some of the shorter mid mid-size of the curve because uh, these these yields fell but I don't know I'm just that's the I'm just I'm just fascinated by the why the short end and the long end have discrepancy have been having a lot of discrepancies these days um, what is that trying to show me so I just want to like point it out to you guys but like I will go into the trading today uh and like and I will go into the real yields because that's where I think I, I, I can I, 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 I know I it go it fits right but right in my theory so um I mean Real yields today. I guess I should get into before we talk about real yields because we you know real yields, you know, show you what the inflation's doing. So let's get into the economic data. So today, uh, German retail sales beat, you know, seven points up 7.7 percent versus expected being up three uh, percent. German over year over year up 11 percent, but you know, base effects. Duh. But you'll go look at all these manufacturing numbers, they missed even the US. So in the US, missed pretty bad. So Spanish manufacturing, I mean, Spain's economies pretty dog if you ask me and <coughs> sorry if i sound stuff up but uh we're pumping the podcast out that's all that matters all right spanish manufacturing pmi 57.7 versus 57 59.0 forecast previous reading of 56.9 so only a gain of a small bit Look at Italian manufacturing PMI, actual reading 60.7, forecast 61.0, previous reading is 59.8, so again, barely a beat. French manufacturing, French manufacturing PMI, uh, 58.9 versus 59.2 expected, last reading was a 59.2, so it actually contracted, and the whole thing is, if you get a 60 on, a, on the PMI, like, your economy's great and Sputman, but, you know, my friend Stephen Van Meter... He likes to say that you know he thinks inflation's peaking out right now and you know i think maybe it's not peaking out in you know in may maybe give it one more month and yeah you'll it'll it's gonna peak out but you know inflation this inflation is not gonna be sustained and in, in my opinion and like that and he has a theory that we peaked out in april and you know the numbers right here so far are fitness theory and uh i mean if that's the case i mean real rate growth is slowing down Real rates fall. Rates fall. The Nominal rates will fall too, and you saw some of them falling today. I mean, not not on the far end of the curve, because we all know where this goes—hyperinflation. But you know, if you see a massive deflation, you know that uh, you know low growth. Not, real rates are gonna fall. I guess that will transition into all my other topics I want to hit before I go into the market today. Well, I mean, it'll be like the segue into it. But that's what I'm trying to you know establish here. Uh, German manufacturing PMI, you know, it was contracted from 66.4 last month. Uh, The actual one this month was 66.2, and you're expecting 66.4. You know, I'm not going to get too nitty-gritty here. It 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 barely missed the forecast, but, you know, the last month reading was what the forecast was, so that's no growth. I mean, still 66.2 is a super high reading, so um, I don't want to... Get on all them, but I, if, I if, you, if you heard that, I'm sorry. But deal with it. Manufacturing PMI from Eurozone for April. Actual reading was 62.9. Forecast is 63.3. Previous reading, 63.3. Eurozone double dip? Yeah. Who could have saw this coming? Does not take a genius. And then, so we get into ISM data from America. Construction spending, 0.2 versus a forecast to up 1.9% wait less construction month over month housing you know pre-existing existing existing home sales down you know housing market starting to slow mortgage applications starting to go down huh is it all starting to fall into place i don't know i don't know i don't want i've been saying this for months i mean i've been saying this since february so i mean i'm just reading the data out to you i'm just reading the data out to you and i'm just holding my gold holding my short positions Uh, Long TLT, long agriculture, long oil, long commodities, you know, that we're chilling, we're chilling, we're chilling, but it's like, I'm going to go do a little rant here. The fact that I see inflation, inflation, inflation all over Bloomberg and CNBC today, May 3rd, 2021, man, I've been saying there's going to be crazy, crazy, crazy inflation since probably year year two ago. No, not not year two ago. <laughs> Sorry, probably about August of last year. I've been I've been going ham on inflation. It's like quantitative easing. It's like printing money, printing money, and yeah, it goes into the banks, the banking system, and you know it gets locked in there. And I, I mean, I think it's a little part of the liquidity trap, but the whole thing is. If you give massive f- fiscal stimulus, and you know, let's say, let's say M two starts to go up after being driven down so low, some of this money in the banking system starts to get let out a bit. Pack it up, pack it up. But I don't think, and you know, you start to see labor shortages, and you know, all these workers' wages, you know, we're getting uh, higher wages. Yeah, yeah, you know, inflation's going to come along, but I mean, I think you're going to really see a hyperinflation at the end of the day from the devaluing of the currency of the dollar because we're never going to stop doing quantitative easing okay and you know it'll be after it be, it'll be because of this deflationary spiral that we're in we have to keep printing 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 printing, printing rate to a lower 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 negative until the dollar's worthless and uh that's just how you're in this that's when the hyperinflation comes but enough of this rant it's like cnbc is like sounding the alarm on inflation and now and Bloomberg is all they're talking about is inflation and everyone's going inflation, 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 inflation. It's like what happened to the other side of the what happened to the other point of view? It's like when why were you saying inflation six months ago? Peter Schiff's been saying inflation since about May. You know, it's just it's just if someone if the the whole narrative changes based on what they want they want you to hear. I mean if everyone thinks inflation, that's a bad sign for stocks. But if people were saying inflation, inflation, inflation a year ago today, then people might get bearish and sell stocks after being driven down about 30%. And, you know, they want to pump it up. Everyone's pumping up. So, en- enough of that. So, let's get into the U.S. data because the U.S. data is not good. It's not good at all. Actual ISM for April, PMI, 60.7 versus forecast 65.0. Previous reading is 64.7. That's a drop of four four points on the ISM manufacturing PMI. Uh, ISM manufacturing employment. Previous reading, 59.6. Actual reading, 55.1. Forecast was supposed to be 61.5. We were projected to grow. We contracted in both ISM and employ- ISM manufacturing employment. So what does that tell you? It's like, look, man, the stimmies. The stimmies. It's like all those big boy jumps and numbers and all that. It was just factors the stimmie checks. So it gets to the point. It's like, okay, so we're going to start doing UBI. Um, I mean, if are you? Gonna, I thought you to taper. People are like, well not the Fed. I actually, I, I don't think the Fed is gonna taper. But a lot of people are saying the Fed's gonna taper. They, they're gonna taper. They're gonna taper. They're, gonna ta- they're not going to taper. They're They're gonna either start putting in yield curve control, but they won't. They won't have to because yields are already starting to go down. And this and this data, this data right here, um, goes. If you if you re- so it was basically released at like nine ten o'clock. Yeah, these were released at ten o'clock. Pull up a chart of the bonds. And, like, I need to get some visuals on this podcast, but, I mean, I don't really know who listens to it, so if it would really be worth it. But if you pull up, like, a one-day chart of the bond yield, like, right when this data got released at 9.54, the yields came from 1.62 all the way down to 1.57. And around 10.30, they started rallying back. They went back to 1.62. We finished at 1.60. This is on the 10-year yield. Um, But the whole thing is, is, man, the yields fell from freaking one six two to one five seven, that's a drop of five basis points within thirty minutes. Like uh, that's a freaking fat move. And this is just on like the nominal. But let me go to the real rates today. Well, the real rates too. The five year dropped five basis points from one spot seven one negative one spot seven one. Sorry, remember these all these real rates are in, in negative terms. And what's interesting is as you go farther out of the curve, what do you think you're going to see? You know less of a fall in yields because the long term is not affected by this because we know inflation is, you know, we know that the yield curve is eventually going to spiral out of control, but it's just not going to happen yet. Then you go to the 7-year. Seven 7-year seven fell 8 basis points from negative uh, spot 0.6 and negative spot 1, four. 10 10-year fell 3 basis points from negative spot 7.6 and negative spot 7.9. 20-year uh, fell uh, 1 basis point from negative spot 2.4, negative spot 2.5. And the 5-year fell... Uh, it stayed the same. Sorry, at 0.02. and so you see, like, the five and seven and seven year seven year is super volatile. There's so so there's something going on with the seven year. I have you still yet to figure it out, but I think that's you know part of the yield curve. Where there's some cracks, bond market trying to tell us something you know, something's going on there. Uh, but if you go look at like you know current year, you know five year is uh quite a bit lower. We're about we started the year at negative spot six two. Now we're at negative spot seven six on it so we fell about let's see i can't do math Fortnite, nugget we fell 14 basis points on the start of the year so that means gold that means gold needs to rally because real rates are going down that is in very bullish for gold you know people are going to start putting their money into gold and you know if you look at the chart gold year to date down six percent that's why I love it. That's why I love it. And that's why you saw GDX today pop four points, four percent, four percent. Um, sorry, you could probably tell I put the gum in. I'm taking it out. Uh, so yeah, I mean, great for gold. But, like, what I'm trying to say is, uh, yeah, seven year is still, seven year and everything else is still up quite significantly. I just think it's fascinating The five years is actually negative on the year, um, but, uh, yeah, that data, but that the yield did settle back down. They didn't settle back down, but uh, fascinating, fascinating to me. This bit, this movie saw after the numbers came out, they settled down, but the Fed just started selling a bunch of bonds, uh, you know, to try to, get, to calm down the yield curve, you know, instead of, to prevent it from falling a lot. Because I like to say, you know, I like to talk about this, you know, when the yield, you know, when the yields fall, if they fall a lot or if they rise too quickly, the market hates it either way. So, you know, if you go look at the KRE, you know, the banks, right when this move happened, they were up like 3% in the morning and they went negative. They went from 69.21 to 68.13. So, <coughs> interesting moves. <coughs> Sorry, y'all. <coughs> Sheet. All right. So, another thing I just want to say CNBC puts out a story saying why investors should ignore the old Wall Street at eightage inch selling May. Shut up. You're just trying to pump it. You're saying that because it's like, it like market topping? Question mark. No, it's not topping because we never. Shut up. I'm done. I don't even need to talk about it. Cryptocurrencies. I mean, Bitcoin's down 4% past 24 hours. Apparently, the gold standard of crypto. So, I mean, Bitcoin's still down fifty from 58K where I got out of it, or 55 Ethereum's at three thousand two hundred six today, up thirty four percent of the week, up eight percent of the day, um, and what do I think about Ethereum? What do I think about what's going on? I mean, you're, people would be like, okay, Max, like you're just saying this because you don't own it. <laughs> Man, I made my money in crypto. I made my. I thought I made my money on Ethereum. Um. Clearly not. But. It's all FOMO. It's all a bubble. People will get hurt. Long term, we all know how I feel about it. But, I mean, the fact that Ethereum is popping this much and off no news, I mean, I truly think there's no news. So, dump it. Get out of it. Mean, I mean, I want to say dump it. Do whatever you want to do. It's not financial advice. But, you know, Cardano. Cardano's at 131. Like, it's, it hasn't moved at all uh, the past seven days. Dogecoin's up 9.7%. Ethereum's up 8%. Dogecoin back to 442 It's like you can see Dogecoin's up it is up 64% over the past seven days. Ethereum's up 34%. I mean, Dogecoin and Ethereum, Howard, they're not the same thing. Ethereum has a purpose. It's like Pumpage is going on. My and that's what I see. You know, Cardano, a reputable coin. Up eleven percent. Bitcoin's up seven percent. Okay. I see it. Maybe a little high, but you know, still It's not fake. It's not fake, right? It's not where I'm, I'm going, this is fraud. I mean, something else is going on here. I'm telling you. You're really like, oh, it's, not, it's the network effect. No, I don't think it's the network effect. I, mean, I seriously think there's... A, when you see random he- random people on Snapchat telling you to buy stocks and telling you to buy crypto, and, like, I know that I'm doing a podcast and people are like, you're, you have no credibility, but I'm not telling you to go out and buy any stocks or anything. Like, they're going, to, like, oh, I'll be your Bitcoin broker. It's like... And you actually think I'm going to let you do that. Like, would you... Who are you, random dude on Snapchat? It's like, nah, dude. That, is, it, it, just wait. We're in it for the long game, and you know I'm making these predictions now. I sound like Peter Schiff going on his friends, but I have always thought Peter Schiff is right. Um. So you know how I feel. Bitcoin. I'm not buying it till thirty five k. Ethereum. Not buying it to... I said fifteen hundred. I'm. I'm saying buy that. Cardano anytime under a dollar, because Cardano is going to transform Africa. I think I need to have a Cardano Africa video. <laughs> And Stellar's at $0.52. Cents. Honestly, I'd buy Stellar here, but I know I can get it for cheaper. But uh, yeah, crypto, it's craziness, what's going on in there right now. And uh has me just scratching my head, as I'm sure it does everyone else. Um, you know, I could talk about this liquidity tsunami ending with a bang. Like, Treasury expects just $100 billion in cash injections the next two months. Basically, the amount of cash you're seeing injected into the economy from the Treasury and the Fed is going to, people think the Fed's in a taper. <coughs> get out of here. Um, I don't need, I mean, I don't really need to talk about this because I've I always go over, I, I've been going over the liquidity. We know it's been draining out of the system. We know that, you know, $120 billion in asset purchases from the Fed. Uh, if that dwindles down, there will probably be some liquidity issues. So, and my, and that's what I truly think. You know, you'll see. You know, the market's just gonna react with a uh, you know the little taper tantrum. So, uh, there you go. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess I went over all my little news stories here. So, I guess what do I have to do? What do I have to do? Oh, let's go over the market recap. So, you know, S and P five hundred was up seventy bips. Sorry, the Dow is up seventy bips. S and P five hundred up twenty seven. We saw some <coughs> decent bit of selling into the close. And all the broader indices. The Nasdaq composite was in the red down forty-eight bips. You know, when of the Nasdaq sell off right after this new announcement, around ten right before it. You know, around ten o'clock, yeah, see ten oh five. That's when the it popped up at first and then it came down. And it's because low growth. That is not good for Nasdaq. You know, low yields are good, but as they rise, that's alright. You know, but if they rise too quickly, that's bad. But if they fall and fall rapidly, that's not a good sign. And the NASDAQ wasn't really able to recover. Um, But it it didn't go go higher, but it didn't go lower. But down 48 bips on the day there. The Russell 2K was up 49 bips. And the emerging markets, I'm going to assume they cranked because, oh, yeah. See, flat on the day, but if you go look at the dollar, UUP index, UUP was down 45 bips. So, like, I was going crazy because, you know, this India thing, dollar strong. But, no, that manufacturing news is just going to make the dollar super weak um so that's so knowing all that i'm going to tell you commodities probably popped the heck off which i know they did because i was watching them i'm going to know that banks probably had a decent bad day but probably worse because you know this news is not good i mean i'm sure the market's probably predicting yields are going to go lower you know after hours right now let's see where we're trading on yields, and i guess i'm just gonna go for asia too because why not well i guess you know i know asia's closed right now yeah, they're they have holiday, Nikkei, Shanghai, uh, but the Coast B Korea's down twenty-one bips, ASX two up fourteen, Hong Kong's up seven bips, oil overnight up twenty-eight bips, Brent up twenty-five bips. I don't care about anything else. Gold down eleven bips, silver down thirteen bips, copper down forty bips, platinum up forty bips, palladium flat, FX markets dollars up fifteen bips against the yen, pounds down eighteen bips against the dollar. Euros down eleven bips against the dollar. Canadians, uh, trading about four U. S. dollars trading fourteen bips above the Canadian dollar. Aussie is down twenty four against the dollar. So dollar strong overnight, but you know you go look at the bonds, and I'm pretty sure we're, (coughs) yeah, we're flat. We're flat on bonds. So, uh, there we go. I, I could I honestly could talk about, Warren Buffett's annual meeting, but I didn't really get anything out of it besides Buffett. Well, I guess quarterly shareholder meeting. He, I didn't get anything out of it because... The, well, it was actually the annual meeting. I didn't get anything out of it because Buffett, man, like... He said there's inflation, but it's not going to be an issue. So, I guess, like, it's a similar... Because there's a significant amount of in, amount of inflation. It's like, yeah, but, like... It, I, I, I mean, we, I think there's inflation for sure. But... Uh, I don't know if we're thinking about the same type of inflation. So, anyway... Uh, the GDX was up three point eight four percent. The fix today was pretty volatile. Uh, we peaked, we opened up at 1865, low on the day 1780, and the high was 1912. We're still at 1831. I'm telling you, we break 20, we're going to 30 ASAP quick. Uh USO up 14, sorry, up 1.64% cheap dollar yields, you know, we know what happened. XLF only up 50 bips, sold off easily into the close. Right when this, you know, announcement got right when the yield started falling in the morning, almost went negative. Uh opened at thirty six fifty seven, the low on the day thirty six thirty, something yeah, see lost about a percent there. Uh TLT flat of the day. Like it, it spiked from about one point 6, to one thirty nine sixty two on this move on this move with the uh PMI manufacturing data, but you know, then it kinda it just gave it all back. It just got sold off hard um, and then stayed flat around, like, we're still up at six bips, but uh, stayed relatively flat on the day. We'll be following that, and, you know, I still think, especially with that news, deals are going to go lower, which would be good for TLT. Energy up 2.75%. We dollar is down 45 bips, don't forget that. Commodities are going to pop off. Tesla, down 3.46%. You know, after these this news came out, a lot of the tech stocks sold off. And you look at Tesla's chart, 10 o'clock, it was selling off down 3.64%, makes sense, uh, MJ, down 1.54%, hate to see it, corn, wheat, soybeans, corn down 19 bips, soybeans down 22 bips, wheat, excuse me, down 1.64%, wheat dollar, you'd think they'd be popping off, but, uh, you know, COVID, India, that's probably having an impact on the agriculture market, so, I mean, you know, you know how I feel about them, hold them, they're always gonna be great, um, You know, for the the time being, I think uh, they'll be pretty successful. So, uh, I mean, unless if you're fine with having a fee charged to you. Silver, up 3.96%. Everyone's going crazy about a silver squeeze. Are we going to see it? Yeah, I mean, I just like silver because I like silver. I think it's a great hedge. And I think it's going to do great because it's down about 50% from its all-time highs in January 2011. Was it January 2011? It was in 2011. So, versus gold. Uh, being only down about ten percent from its all time highs. <coughs> well, no, we hit all time highs. Sorry, in twenty twenty, but um, sorry, we did it, we hit all time highs. But uh you know, I I get people thought we were gonna break out. Silver did not so, um, pave infrastructure index actually up one point oh eight percent. You know, people people going crazy. You know, buy. Biden's going to start doing this infrastructure, so people, it's actually getting a lot of traction, so we'll see. You know, going to be great for PAVE. Um, copper up 1.37, dollar $1 is terrible, makes sense. Right blockchain, down 4.4%, Bitcoin is trading down during the day, it's at 399, $399, $399 39.99, uh, I mean, under thirty five. That's when I like to tap in, but uh, I don't. I will not be participating. Jo the beast down eighty two bips. uh thirty nine ninety one. This thing, this thing's about gonna break out and keep going higher. I love coffee, I'm an avid drinker who isn't. Uh, you can't go wrong with Jo. I mean, if it goes, if this thing goes back down to thirty seven. I'm probably gonna have to load up. Um, I'm gonna have to. Uh, you look at coffee compared to all the rest of the agriculture products. Like, corn, meat, soybeans, c- uh, cattle is actually not up too much, too. But, like, cotton, sugar, like, coffee and cattle are are lagging. So, I'm going to have to start looking at some cattle ETFs. But, uh, that's all it is. GameStop, you know, sold off at 10 o'clock. Like, GameStop affected by low growth. I thought it would be a hedge against S&P. Down 6%. 162.20. Still, it's 162 bucks. But, uh, nonetheless, interesting there. AMC down 3.19%. Nine seventy one. whoop do you do? At these, um, these names should be relevant, but you know I think you know the reason why they also got hit is they're in a bunch of ETFs, and so the ETF exposure probably hit them hard when you know the broader market was started selling off at these times. Um, I gotta love it though. Noke popped four point one nine percent, nine one percent. Sorry, emerging markets. Yeah, fl- you know the market. Uh, they actually rallied you know, off this new the manufacturing data. I mean, like the dollar got really weak when that happened, but then you know yields came in, dollar came in, and uh, they finished flat of the day. I mean you know most so it is interesting things there with emerging markets. I think it's spelling like trouble there. Um, LQD corporate bonds up twenty four bips. Uh, it looks awfully similar to TLT, except people are buying corporates uh, versus TLT, which is interesting. Up twenty four bips. High yield got actually sold off into the close and it had a random spike here. Uh, well, I guess he we, like spike 10 cents it's like 11 o'clock, so that's just interesting. The chart just like looks a little whack, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to comment on it. Just up four up four basis points. There you go. I mean, I'm just having a lot of commentary today. Nasdaq up down 48 bips, Russell 2K up 49 bips, you know, Russell. You know, mom pop main street less. Uh, what is it? Tech high growth like you just Nasdaq is strictly that. So Nasdaq was negative. Russell was you know, above the S and P below Dow. Dow is pumping. You know more industrials, big boys commodities makes sense. T N X ten year yield down one point four seven percent. Looking at the. Ten year sorry thirty year down fifty six bips and the five year down. Three point two seven percent. I mean makes sense. You know, thirty years is the farthest out gonna be down the least least affected by the near term data. Five years can be very affected pretty heavily from this near term data down three point two seven percent. And then let's see here regional banks down 67 bps you know uh, this started everything was kind of getting sold off towards the end of the day but you look at this chart it's like you could see that they were directly impacted by this falling yields by this these bad prints so do these prints stay is 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 really were these was was april to, was april just a bad month for the US in the manufacturing or did we peak out i don't know uh you're rating up 5.41% week dollar Got that data. I mean, uranium's been itching to pop off. Makes sense. Gold gold popped off. All my miners popped off. Who, no complaints. All right, so now we go to the Bill Huang stocks. And, you know, this is interesting. Viacom, down 3.32%. Baidu, down 2.56%. JD.com, down 44 bips. Discovery, down 4.09%. VipShop, down 91 bips. IQIY, up 2.37%. My favorite, GSX tech do With all them teachers, down 7%. I don't, like... Who, are, has everything been dumped or what? I don't know. I really don't know. Do we have a lot lower to go? How much leverage is taking place? Like, who, who else was doing this? Like, uh, so, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think the story's still bigger and the fact that these names aren't, like, having a steady recovery as the market trades higher. That goes to say something. Uh, Goldman got sold off decently hard in the close and, uh, J.P. Morgan finished in the red. So, uh. Is that tell you anything? I mean, I can't tell you, but uh, all I can tell you is, you know, this data is ugly. Eurozone's double dip. Are we going to join them? Thanks, guys. I mean, with, re- with the yields going lower, with that big move in yields off the news, looks like it. It looks like it. What does that mean? We can't taper, can't raise rates. What does that mean? Dollar's worthless. Hyperinflation. Hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar is the end game. Thanks, guys.